well? Should we do this? Yeah, let's get into this piece of shit. This whole thing could have been avoided. Yeah, big time. Welcome to Mysterious AF. I'm Charles, and as always, I'm joined by the ever so lovely Celesta. Say Hi. hello, Celesta. <laughs> I feel Hi. like Dan and Faith are so good at that, like on their introduction. Yeah. People are so freaking cute. Makes me sick. <laughs> oh, they're good at it. Um, <laughs> so we are a... Well, used to be, we're we're just a fucking podcast. We are a we're podcast. A we are a we're, complete mess. We're a podcast where we review paranormal, extraterrestrial, anything weird documentaries. We watch them, we take some notes, and then we pick a time to record and we talk about what we watched and pick it apart and usually make fun of it. Um, so this week, we have such a treat for you. We both subjected ourselves to watching Belief, the Possession of Janet Moses. It is a Not 2018 Moses from the Bible. <laughs> Sorry. Janet Moses from New Zealand. Yeah. If you know the Moses family from New Zealand. Not from the Bible. Um Say hi to say hi for us. <laughs> yes. Of- to all of our New Zealand listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> Say hi to the Moses. Yes, say hi to the Moses family. Um, This is a 2015 documentary that, like I said, you can find on Netflix. And they describe it as this documentary tries to reconstruct through a series of interviews a family's misguided attempt to heal a woman's pain through exorcism. And I guess now reading, that is a pretty accurate description of what happens but you would you would think that this kind of problem would have happened in the 1700s maybe the early early 1900s not in more modern times yeah Um, what year did this actually take place did they um yeah i don't think i looked that up but it it might be in my notes somewhere i don't have it like written in bold but i mean it it was Recent enough that um, they should have, like, pe- people had internet and books. I don't know. 2007. If they specific- 2007. Okay. Yeah. So. Which seems yeah. like just yesterday. <laughs> I don't remember most of 2007. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> just putting that out there. It was also the year I turned 21. So. Uh, yep. Makes uh, things are lining up here. <laughs> it it's all falling into place, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this was, I thought it was well done, but also kind of weird because we kind of jump into the story. We're having this lady give her account, and I pretty I'm still pretty sure that was an actress. 
but it seemed like they were interviewing a real person. Oh, the woman at the very beginning? The auntie or whatever, yeah. The... Yeah, and it, I think her name was Gail. At least that's what the subtitles um, told me. And But, like, everyone in this was an actor or actress, yeah. right? Like... Yeah, and they were... I thought they did a good job most for most of them yeah they did uh, so good that i couldn't tell if i was watching like actual footage or like not of like the exorcism but like when they were first interviewing this woman and then showing like video footage of this other woman with her daughters i was like oh this is her and oh what's gonna happen and then i was like wait these are actors okay yeah. Yeah, so then is it really a documentary? <laughs> I mean, I I guess it's just Yeah. I mean they out. I don't know. They show like footage from local like actual news casts yeah. at the time and you can see what Janet looks like for real and not the actress that portrayed her. I wonder uh, why they did like why would nobody speak about it? Like, I could see maybe the family didn't, but you'd think the cops or something would want to. <laughs> Shit, no. <laughs> <laughs> Foul play. No. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Maybe there's a some kind of a law against that, or they were respecting the family's wishes since the family was more traditional. But yeah, I guess so. That that does make me wonder, like the religious man that they consult with all the face tattoos is he an actor or was he an actual like now that i think about it i'm like wait a second i think he was an actor because they showed like news clips where they had a man tattooed giving interviews like he was also like this priest guy so i think everyone had their own actor okay yeah i think and like or the neighbor remember the neighbor like, yeah. you think he'd want to talk. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. I, it was weird we don't know. know. <laughs> we don't know. And I'm like, if wait, are we If you came here dumb? looking for answers, we don't have them. No. Seldom, if ever, uh, do yeah. we have the answers. If you want to, you know, talk to us about vodkas or whiskeys, or <laughs> we'll yeah, have answers we'll, for that. You have answers. <laughs> Good <for> barbecue. <laughs> yeah. But if these people are actors or not, we don't have the answers, don't so don't ask. I mean, we could probably Google it, but we're not going to. No. Mm-mm. Do your own research, people. Because <laughs> clearly we have. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So this woman we are introduced to is describing kind of like an overview of what happened. She's shocked that the family went so far to heal Janet. Just what happened to her is so sad. You know, it still hurts today. The probably hurt forever. What happened to Janet? And then my first, I guess, other person that we meet is Tusha Penny. Very unfortunate name. Yeah, and I don't know if she was saying like Tasha Penny, but it sounded like Tusha. I I it can't remember. Like I had, Tusha. That's what I wrote down. So maybe that's what I they showed. Know. Tusha. Um. And then there was also, so she's describing how she was called to the scene by the family. Um, Obviously, Janet's dead. So, like, we know the end game for this. This Janet person who's been possessed is dead. 
this police officer and another police man who is pretty cute <laughs> get called to the crime well, scene, death scene, whatever. He's an actor, Charles. So, so he has to be cute. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I guess the thing you notice the most about when they're going in is that the floor of this home is flooded. Basically, like there's yeah, water like, everywhere. Yeah, everyone's coming out like sloshing water. And I was like, what is happening? I guess. Okay, so then I have written down, maybe they flash this on the screen. Interviews and events recreated from evidence. Disclaimer. Right. At this so. point, yes, we get the nod that these people are not the actual people. But yeah. I still don't know why they chose to do it this way, but it's fine. Yeah. What what one thing that Penny or Tusha Penny says is that like it was a matter of trying to unravel what had happened, trying to work back. We talked to in excess of seventy people. We let them tell their story. One person saying it probably doesn't have a lot of weight, but when a whole lot of people are telling you the same story, then there's something in that. The story seemed crazy. But they interviewed the entire family and, like, neighbors and friends. So, like, 70-some people. And they all told the same story. So she's like, well, then you start to believe maybe there's some truth to it. And you're like, oh, okay, let's get into this. Well, and it's like, I don't believe that there's some truth. I just believe that the mob mentality of the family is, you know, yeah. made them believe. And so it's like, right. you can't really slice into that. <laughs> you right. know, or, yeah. or, I mean, yeah, if they all share a common weird. Be- I don't mean to offend people. Belief and experience, obviously. Yeah. I mean, the way that they executed things. Oops. Maybe I shouldn't say that because she died. Uh, the way <laughs> The way they carried out their care of Janet was just obviously extreme. Yeah. I yeah. I'm don't, I'm just beating the dead horse here. Gosh, it's Gosh, I, Charles. <laughs> I don't oh know my. what's going on. You know how my foot <laughs> loves to live in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, apparently all of this um starts at a birthday party. Which with this very close family get together apparently for everything. And this, at this birthday party, Janet was just sitting by herself and not talking to anybody. And everyone really started getting worried about her. She uh, very unlike her. And we also get some background that Janet's grandma passed away either that year or recently. Mm-hmm. And that she's kind of had some failed relationships slash problems and well she was with this one guy for nine years yeah and he cheated on her and then he left her with this passel of children like who wouldn't be depressed and i have to be around my entire family all the time and they think that i there's something wrong with me because i'm down like yeah mm, can someone take these children yeah so that's what they needed to do is like, hey, Janet, you've been going through a tough time. We're going to take your kids for all day Saturday and you're going to go to a spa that we've mm-hmm. got you this great treatment for. Or maybe they can't afford that, but they could at least be like, hey, Janet, we'll take your kids here. 
It is a frozen pizza and some beers and a vibrator. Go for it. Like, Go for it. I don't know. I feel... Yeah, sounds really good right now. <laughs> Sorry. I have the frozen pizza and the beers. <laughs> <laughs> don't act like you don't have a vibrator, Charles. Come on. Uh, surprisingly, no. Wow. Um, I wow. gave it... I sold it Ew. to my old roommate. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I I was like, please tell me that story. (laughs) I sold her my used anal beads. (laughs) Birthday present. Okay. Uh, (laughs) That's a way to get back at somebody, folks. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What? Anal beads or vibrating presents? Uh, both that have been used, but you say they're brand new. Ew. Ew, David. <laughs> and you guys, I just want you to know, you need to wash those things, okay? PSA, folks. Listen up. All right, yeah, listen up. like some you can put in the dishwasher. Some you gotta wash by hand. But either way, wash them. I heard this podcast recently where this woman went to the doctor and was talking about stuff. And, like, her doctor's like, you'd be surprised. How often I get people in here because they didn't properly clean their sex toys. So just clean them. Wow. Okay. It's better than going to the doctor for some sort of weird fungus you got growing down there. Gross. Okay. Well, I, people need to know. I know there's, and there's not much, uh, education about it in, in paranormal podcasts in paranormal. Wow. We are doing such like double duty today. We're helping people with their sex toys. We're talking about people being possessed. <laughs> Next up, what are we going to do? Solve world hunger. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. With one of your sweet, sweet pies, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Okay. Amen that. Back on track. <laughs> we get Janet know. walking down the middle of a street dazed. Okay, yeah. So uh, this is Sunday. Next day. they do They break it down by days. Well, and I'm like, maybe she's hung over. Maybe she's depressed and hung. Maybe I don't like who knows. Maybe she didn't sleep. Yeah. And the immediately the family convenes to discuss Janice's behavior. They have a H-U-I is what they call it. A we. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but I guess it's like a family meeting where they discuss an individual's behavior, which I was like. I guess it's kind of a nice tradition that they're all able, like, they make it a priority to get together. But, um, I don't know. I was like, it's, she's going through some stuff, like, help her. And then we hear that over the last 200 years, the Maori culture has been colonized. Over the last 200 years, there has been a process of colonization where a lot of our own beliefs and values have been replaced. It's important to hold fast to traditional Māori beliefs, Māori culture, Māori customs and practices, in particular, Māori spirituality. And then it goes into them talking about the stolen statue. Can you please enlighten? (laughs) Janet's sister is the one to blame for this. Jan's sister, she had taken a tonga from Greytown, which was um, a lion, a white lion. It's so heavy. Oh, these are muscles. 
My recollection is that they stole the lion because they thought it would be a meaningful symbol to have decorating the house. John had a tattoo of a, a lion. Um, the lion, in fact, uh, was one of the family symbols and a symbol of their sports group. So she's <laughs> celebrating her 21st birthday. Let's pull some shenanigans and steal a stone lion statue. Um, yes. It, it was one of a pair. They only yes. took one. They only took one, yeah. And it was brought to their father's house or grandfather's house? I thought it, was he I thought he was their uncle. Uh, uncle? I don't know. The the Somebody big guy was... like Yeah. When Janet stayed the night there for some reason. And in the in the documentary she's like staring at this lion. Now I don't know if that's how it really went down. But it seemed to suggest to the family that there was something bad surrounding this lion and it had attached itself to Janet because at the time she was in a weakened state because of her sadness, a depression. And so they become convinced that this statue that they also believe is like hundreds of years old mm-hmm. had some sort of spirit in it that is now possessed Janet. Yeah, they call it a Karakia. It's a stone imbued with power and Janet believed, yeah, there was evil spirits. And honestly it just I was like, wait a second, has she watched The Exorcist a lot? You know, because if you haven't read the Exorcist book, like, and you watch the movie, it's like, okay, so there's this old man in a desert, and there's, like, Middle Eastern music playing, and then it's like, what is this statue, and, like, what is, like, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> yeah. And Nobody knows. Uh, yeah, and so it's like, I will say that this part with Janet staring at the lion statue and then screaming out of nowhere made me jump because I had the volume <laughs> up very loud and I wasn't like, I was like writing notes and <laughs> so because of Janet's sister's selfish decision, Janet is now being tormented by evil spirits um, uh, yes, and they bring in Jimmy who's like this priest with holy um, water and a squirt bottle. Yeah. Because, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. And, oh, and he's the one that told them it was a Makutu or whatever. Yes, the Maori curse. Yeah. So, this curse makes you mentally ill, like mentally sick. Makutu is not something that might be regarded as an oddity. It is simply part and parcel of a Maori understanding of life. In traditional times, Makutu was used as a means of protection or a revenge mechanism if someone had killed or hurt your family. It's really cursing them and damaging their soul, their mind, their heart and who they are. And I didn't get this either. They said it was a protection thing or a revenge thing. So it could go either way. Yeah, the um, 
I believe it was Revenge, the Curse of Miori, Miori Curse. It's a revenge mechanism. It damages the soul. And they think Makutu is often misdiagnosed as mental illness. And it was like, so it causes you to be mentally sick. How? Uh, okay. But I guess it's the co- what's causing you either right. have a chemical imbalance or you have a Makutu. Right. Attacking you. I get, yeah. And like you said, his, his uh, cure is to throw holy water on her. And, oh, and then he has that vision of like three claws. That are yeah. in Janet um, and advises the family to return the lion as a cure. Yeah. And one other interesting thing, I guess I, <laughs> I thought was interesting. And an interesting thing I thought was interesting is hmm. that they, they <laughs> relate to us that Christianity is now the frame of Maori beliefs. So I don't know if like that's where the holy water comes in. Like, yeah, it's probably just gotten all melded together. Yeah. And like so, a lot of religions do. Um, so yeah, he's like, we got to get the statue back. You got to this evil, ancient statue. It's got to got to get back to its mate in Greytown. Right. So. So the entire boy. family. <laughs> yes, this convoy of family vehicles. <laughs> like nine cars of people, take this lion back. And on the way. Janet begins screaming at somebody in the car with her, like one of her family members, like she's gonna kill her. Why are you here? When this car stops, I'm gonna kill you. When this car stops, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. Um, until they pull up to the hotel where the lion was taken from and and they put it back and it seems to work (laughs) yep and janet i mean janet's smoking a cigarette well there you go you know she's out they have the whole family's having lunch and celebrating she's smoking a cigarette and then they tell us that shane had been mentally and verbally abusing janet that was her nine-year relationship with two kids oh and then yeah and jimmy said that jimmy for some reason two claws had been removed from the lion thing so that was two claws one the last claw was jimmy or i mean sorry shane yeah so the family needed to help her get rid of shane yeah he's yeah that's I because he's also I guess he's known as a Tohunga, which is a priest. Right. So I refer to him as three different words. <laughs> so I just confused myself with it's my notes. It's all very confusing. Uh, go with Wednesday. peace and love. Yeah. Wednesday, the family's got her surrounded, continuously praying and chanting, go in peace and love, go in peace and love. Uh, they said that people took off work. To watch over her like 24-7. The defense attorney that they interviewed said that she had consented and the family believed in what they were doing. Uh, Meanwhile, the prosecutor is actually saying like she was probably too afraid to speak out against the family. 
and yeah. to tell him to stop and that maybe she needed other type of help. So she just went along with it. Just get her a cigarette. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and some peace and quiet and away from her entire family, like in a tiny room crushing her. I can't even imagine. Then we hear from the the weird neighbor who <laughs> said he could hear all of this chanting and stomping and the family controlled who was coming and going and oh and he thinks that and I guess they stopped her dad from seeing her. Yeah, he, he thinks he, that he would have brought he would have gotten her other help like yeah maybe some therapy or not drowning her. Yeah. Oh, Charles. Spoiler. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, they, when they are doing these rituals, that they involve water, and they are asking each other if they are doing their waters to safeguard themselves. And so it's like a really weird thing with all this water. And like, why wouldn't you do this at the beach? I good question. You're in New Zealand. There's got to be a beach like what thirty minutes from where you are. Yeah, and. They have Janet. She's taking a shower or they're making her shower. I just had Janet is screaming in the shower at this point. Oh, yeah. They are in the shower with her because they think cold water is a weapon against the demon. And they're holding her in the shower under cold water and she throws up. And this is gross. Like the Makutu vomit on the towel and no one else could use the shower. No one else could use the bathroom. Yeah. So so Janet has been subjected to this. She is sick. She throws up onto a towel. They think the evil spirit is on the towel or the curse. And that the whole bathroom, the one bathroom for these like 3,000 people. people in this house, <laughs> no one can use it. No one can. Just keep that in the back of your mind, you guys. Yeah. Um. So then Shane shows up, her cheating bastard of a partner. I keep them away. Um, And then she, of course, has some sort of other episode where she's thrown into a screaming fit. Thursday, everyone is now sleep deprived. Another family meeting is called, which... And at this point in my notes, I said, and no one said, maybe we should call a doctor. Like, there's, again, there's like, I don't know. There's got to be at least 30 people in that house. Yeah. Um, But you know what? They decide since she's screaming again, they're just going to hold her under the shower again. And for a while, that seems to work. She she calms down. Her dad is able to come see her. And he did ask her to leave with him. But she either wouldn't or couldn't. Um, and he was he said he'd come back the next day and grab her if she wasn't feeling better. Like, get her out of there. Yeah. And then he leaves. And she starts randomly screaming they're coming they're coming they're coming they're coming and like this sends everyone into a panic like the whole family is begins to freak out now remember sleep deprived they can't use the bathroom 
they're all chugging copious amounts of water. Yeah. They can't use the bathroom. <laughs> they grab weapons. They're grabbing bats. They're grabbing sticks. They're like looking at the doors and windows like somebody is going to bust through and kill them all. Well, at some point, they also believe or convince themselves that this demon or evil spirit is getting strength from a bone necklace that Janet wears that she got from her grandma. Right. Probably the grandma that died, I would assume. Yeah. And so they take her necklace and destroy it, I think. Right? Right. Yep. Yeah. Which, which... I mean, she's probably been wearing that necklace for forever, right? Like, and it was a but, connection to her grandma that she yeah. was upset about losing. So they take away some something Again, that she probably holds very dear to her <laughs> while they're chanting at her. And then they tell us that everybody is relieving themselves in diapers <laughs> and towels and in their clothes because they cannot use the bathroom. They cannot use the bathroom. They don't. They're not leaving the house, people. They're so. Just, Going. This group of people, who, which includes children, uh-huh. are pissing and shitting themselves in a very small house while exercising. A while. Like, it's just, it just keeps getting worse. It's I like, can't even imagine. Like, I cannot. I mean, it's got to be like, what, one or two bedroom house. It's not big, you guys. It's, no. There's no air ventilation nope. that I can assume. Like, you don't see them opening, like, it. Mm-mm. No, and they, like, well, they showed them, like, closing the shades and everything. Like, they locked themselves in this house. So it's like, um, oh, and then this was my favorite part. So. This is your favorite part. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much water on the floor because they, they're they're pouring water on her everybody's drinking water like water's everywhere because i think for whatever reason this is cleansing them and this from the spirit a guy starts to punch holes in the floor oh yeah drain the water yep yeah like there's no everyone's pissed their shit on the towels so there's no towels anymore clean anything up he's like i'm just gonna punch giant holes in the floor to drain all of this water like i just the thought process there alone is mind-boggling they also i guess during the faux interview with the girl who spoiler alert is maybe also possessed or also gets possessed for a bit but she can remember janet saying fuck this and i was like well duh like what did you expect somebody to say who's being subjected to this torture the by the crazy family. one is now the most sane like what are you people doing yeah and, and then okay so like <laughs> so this is all happening right there's water everywhere people are peeing and shitting on themselves they said the room was sweltering they're chanting you gotta have the smell of urine like in your eyeballs right and that's what they they start to see things in each other's eyes yeah and now they start pouring water down the throats of some of the kids because they don't want the spirit to get into the kids. Yeah, and they're not allowed to look in Janet's eyes. Okay. Um, and Janet, though, at one point says she needed a breather, and they deny her that. And they think that this other teen girl um, became possessed by the other stone lion. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah, they are, they're stuck in this room. 
with not much to eat. Like no one's running out to get groceries. No, no. one's getting pizza delivered. No one's leaving. No one's coming. There's poop and pee everywhere. It's been like five days now. Yeah. And then I think in there we did get we missed his introduction, but like we do have a psychiatrist that they interviewed too for this, and I think he just comes back with this little blip of like, you know, hysteria is not an uncommon uncommon state. Like yeah. it happens more than you think, and you're like, what? <laughs> On Friday, Friday, yeah, they discuss drown or maybe it's a psychiatrist or some. I mean, maybe it is a psychiatrist that tells us what drowning is like. How. Water gets into your lungs. It produces a frothy liquid. Your lungs collapse. Your vocal cords go into spasms. You swallow your tongue. Your jaw um, locks. Yeah. And so that's what is has happened to Janet. And they, I guess they think that um, they I need think it's to the pry spirit. her jaw open. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a spirit that's preventing them from like getting more water in her because yeah her jaw is locked at this point so start to pry it open and Go with peace and love. Go with peace and love. Go with peace and love. I don't know who says this, but someone said the whole place was full of evil. <laughs> it's full of shit. It's yeah. full of shit. And I was like, full of evil. They need to go to the mall on the day after Christmas. That's a place that's full of evil. Um, so, yeah, it's full of piss and shit. It's hot. Janet dies from Janet's drowning. Dead. She's Janet's now dead. dead. So they the family, tried CPR. Yeah. And they also amp up their efforts on the teen girl, who I yeah. don't even don't know if we ever get her name. Um, I, I don't know because she was a minor or what. Mm-hmm. What, and um, why did they choose her in particular? Do you remember? I don't have anything. I don't know if it's because she was too fighting? too close to Janet or fighting. And I feel like her face looked bruised. Like the I know it's the actress, but I don't know if something happened to her like they yeah. did to her. But or if because she was like she wasn't one of the young kids. She was a teenager and she was like, no, Janet said she needed a breather. If they're like, she's turned against us. She's possessed by the other stone lion. I don't know for sure. I can't remember what made them think that, but, but uh, they, so basically they start to pour water down her throat for like hours. mm -hmm. I mean, she's lucky she didn't die. Yeah. And she, in their interview too, she says that's one thing where she's like, I don't feel like they were trying to hurt us. Um, they would have had their reasons. They just were doing what they thought was best. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh. So. And oh, and then she eventually just passes out. She doesn't. 
I think that they yeah. stopped at that point. Because somebody says, like, the evil is gone. Um, Pakika Dave, the white spiritual man who had sent the evil, he says it's gone. Oh, yeah, the spiritual conduit. Yeah. Some random. This house is clear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then we get the aftermath, right? Like. Yeah. So before we tell them what happened, Celesta, how would you judge the family if you were one of the justices? Oh, guilty. Well, Everybody. <laughs> everybody's guilty. You'd have to say guilty. I mean, I. it's hard to imagine that everyone thought this was a good idea. But then I get the fear of maybe being too afraid to say anything, but... It's just, it's, it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I don't, and I can't, there's not a point in my life where I can even come close to this where I was like, oh yeah, we were all wrapped up. Like I've never been in like a brawl or like I've never, <laughs> I just can't imagine being in this state of mind where you're just like, yeah, let's keep dumping water down this person's throat to get rid of the demons. I just. And if they throw up, it's part of the curse coming out. And I mean, yeah. it just, it just, it's crazy how it snowballed. Like, and kept did nobody take a goog? Like, did you Google this? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they had internet. I mean, I guess they had phones. And it was but. 2007. Yeah, I guess that was like, I didn't have a smartphone at that point. Yeah. So the charges that are being alleged against them are manslaughter and child abuse. And they, the, the documentary tells us that the court was bent over backwards trying to be sensitive to their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Now, the biggest reveal of all about the lion statues. Yeah. <laughs> They are not ancient artifacts nope. imbued with demonic power. They were actually brand new, and they had been smeared with yogurt to make them look older. Yep. Um. So, I don't, like, it... Now... <laughs> what do you say to that? <laughs> I just want to bring up Chucky for a moment. I mean, that was a brand new doll that became possessed. So I'm not going to say that it can't happen. But yeah, these Thanks. you know stone lions came from China. The owner put a yogurt on them. I guess I, I should try that. Yogurt ages things outside, apparently. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. I felt like this was like almost a dig at the family. Right. Yeah, like a slap in the face. Like <laughs> yeah, a, it was just like you idiots. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was kind of mean, but. I mean, it's, it's interesting to note. Um, I don't know. What was your question? <laughs> I was just asking how you would have judged the family oh. if you had been one of those court people. Because they were, it was a five-week trial, and then they the jury deliberated for two days. Yeah. Um, and, of course, well, this was sensationalized, and, like, it was on the news everywhere in New Zealand. I don't remember hearing about this, but, again, I don't remember anything in 2007 right, or right. most of 2008. Um, yeah and I think I think the outcome was fair though because I don't I don't remember or I didn't write down like three were acquitted so they're 
out of it. Five people were found guilty of manslaughter. No prison time, though. Just community service. Yeah, community service and supervision. Because so. I don't think they had an intent on killing her, which is yeah part of, you know, the whole manslaughter thing and stuff. So, and I'm sure they feel horrible. And I'm sh- I'm hoping they'd never do anything like this again. Well, I'm hoping that maybe some of their kids were taken from them and like put oh, into yeah. industrial strength therapy because <laughs> we had like, could you imagine? I mean, kid- no. kids are already fragile enough as it is. And then to have to have lived in through something like that, like, yeah, yikes. they're, they're going to write some fucked up memoirs yeah. uh, when they're older. <laughs> sure are. Can't wait to read those. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and then they, they knocked down the house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Viv, the neighbor, or the actor that's playing the neighbor. <laughs> the community decided to knock Which, down the house. That pissed me off too. What? Like, knocking down the house? No. The like the neighbor who said he could hear everything, right? So like, they're screaming in there. They're mm-hmm. torturing this girl. There's got to be screaming. And nobody called the police. Yeah. And like outside the house. Like, and at one point too, the neighbor's just like, well, you just pull the, you just pull the shades and, you know, just mind your own business. And I'm like, not if someone's screaming bloody murder. Like, seriously, dude. Not a good neighbor. No. Don't want him to be my neighbor. I call the cops when my freaking neighbor's. Beep the horn, like <laughs> keep it down. If you live near Celesta in Kansas City, please don't be loud. Don't honk your horn. Quiet. You better be quiet. Play damn bass music. <sighs> anyway. Also, my other note was maybe try doctors and medication before you try to attack the devil. Like Right, yeah. I that, feel like that would be easier than taking on Satan. I, I feel feel like that's a valid uh, course of action prior <laughs> to the exorcism. And, yeah. Like, yeah, if, like, medications don't work, I'd be like, okay, yeah, it's probably the devil. Because he can obviously negate medications. Obviously. Work that. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this before. <laughs> I know how to get around this. Um. So how would your family react to you being depressed? Um. They would pretend that it wasn't happening because that's how my family deals with everything. <laughs> as long as everything looks okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cheerful <laughs> for me to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. My family, we, we don't um, talk about things or hug or ever. I think I would see my family on Christmas occasionally. Like that was the only time we were ever really together was Christmas time. Mm. Um, which is fine with me. <laughs> yeah. What about yours? Would your parents have <laughs> if you were depressed and... I get I how did we know how old Janet was? Twenty two. Twenty two. I mean, and she'd already had. To, I mean, like, what would your family yeah. have done if you were a twenty two year old with two children and you were depressed? 
oh, you just pray about it, Charles. Yeah. Yeah. Just get out, get out of the house, you know, mm-hmm. do some crafts and oh. pray about it. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, recommend therapy and medication if needed. Yeah. Exercise, a good diet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taking time for you, which is probably really difficult to do when you have two young children. And yeah. So partners. Yeah. yeah. Like we don't really. I guess we don't know where their her children are. I can't imagine oh. that maybe they did go to Shane. I don't know how the justice system works. I don't. Know. Oh, and there was that horrible thing at the beginning too, where that woman was just like, maybe someday her kids will ask about her and. Yeah. What will we tell them? And I was just like, oh, God, after you watch the end of this, you're just like, uh, good luck with that. You don't tell them anything when they are 13 years old and very impressionable. You say, here, watch this documentary to find out what happened right. to your mom. Yeah, just watch it happen. Oh. Sounds good. A helicopter just went, like, directly yeah, overhead. I hear it. It, like, shook the building. Oh. Uh-oh. Are we under attack? You're on the coast. I don't know. Jumbles might have stolen something again or hacked into <laughs> Citibank again. I don't know. He's <laughs> uh, a pistol. You know, all I can say is if I have a mental break and no one comes over with a Gatorade bottle full of holy water to throw at me, I'm going to be really pissed off. Like, that's the first thing I will do. And I won't sprinkle thank the water you. With, at you. No. I'm going to chuck the entire chuck bottle it. with the yeah. lid on at your face. <laughs> <laughs> While I, I mean, say, snap out of it. <laughs> take you to the therapist, but let's just try this real quick. Give you a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Charles. Uh, so would you, did you like this? Did you hate it? Would you recommend um, it? Did I How like did watching a woman get waterboarded? No, I did <laughs> not like it. But it was really, it. it didn't go the way I thought it would go. I thought yeah. I thought it'd be creepier. I guess I was hoping for creepy. This was just like accidental murder. Yeah. Um, but it did give you a look into like how this can happen, I guess. Or you know, and I'm yeah. sure it was even more common back in the day, right? Like right. before we had all this modern medicine and technology and Google to tell us what to do. I know. So. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Did you? Um, I would recommend it to somebody who maybe has some extra time and wants to watch something about like internal family hysteria or like a group mm-hmm. hysteria. I don't know. Like it's it's kind of a niche. I mean, I feel like exorcism stuff grabs a lot of people, but this is not really that. Um, and it so was. We- True crimey. I mean, yeah, I love was, true crime too. Exactly. So, yeah. Um. So yeah. I mean, I didn't hate it, but it was just. I feel like it could have been shorter, obviously, and I feel like that about pretty much everything. But. <laughs> uh, oh. I just. It just was like, wow. I hope that never happens to me, and. <laughs> um. I'm glad that hasn't happened to anybody I know. Yeah. Um. So. Moving right along, do you have a favorite thing or podcast or anything this week that you like to talk about now that we've put Janet and the Stone Lion that were brand new to rest? (laughs) R.I.P. Janet. 
I am going to say that I am thankful for the cooler weather. That's a good thing. I just hit the bottom of my drink. If you couldn't tell. Time to wrap it up. Yeah. Daddy's on empty. Oh, Shit's Creek uh, season five also was just released. So that... Yes, we have watched the entire thing already. Yeah, we're, I think, three episodes in. It's just so good. It like keeps getting better and better. I and know. Really this is. season's like even better than the last one. And what about yours? I'm enjoying company. We oh, have had yeah, seriously. company. Nate's best friend Megan visited us from Houston, and she left this afternoon. And then Maggie, who's I've known since I was 15, is coming tomorrow night, and I'm excited to see her. And to be honest, I haven't been listening to many podcasts lately. I have been doing more reading, so it's I cannot listen to a podcast and read. So on my <laughs> commutes, I have been reading um, Nate's nice. second cousin that we met that lives not too far from us um, gave me like five books from an author that she went to high school with and to read. So I've been trying to read those so wow. I can get them back to her. Uh, so... Thanks for listening, you guys. Follow us on all the things. And don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, review. I don't, I feel like I said that in the wrong order, but you know. You know what they say at the end of every other podcast ever. Yeah, just, just do, do that. that for us. <laughs> yeah. And stay, stay mysterious. mysterious. Bye.